is pretty good. You know, two words to describe your life. You know the theme of Do your life. Do not hustle. Never. Do less. Yes. Always. Always. Okay. You could be doing less now. You could be doing less. You are listening to the Do Nature Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dude Nature Podcast. We are back live in Mom's living room, not remote edition. The Millennium Falcon is in person. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming back with us. I'm here with my brother, Adam. A lot less set up this time. A lot more normal. I can see your face. You can see my face. Now it's weird. Right? Now it's weird that I can see you. You know, I'm looking down. I'm looking down. I kind of liked looking at with just my computer. Yeah. It's yeah. like someone, you know, someone from the Bay Area, they don't really want to look at you in the face anymore. Yeah. One thing I've noticed about coming back from Montana to the Bay Area is that people in the Bay Area, you're kind yeah, of starting hot. Good. You're, yeah, yeah, tell yeah, you're yeah here we, here we tell fucking go. Here we fucking good. go. Here's the thing about the Bay Area people is that you've paid so much money to live in the Bay Area that you don't want anyone to be in your zone. So when you pay six and a half million dollars for a home in the Bay Area, you just want the nature all to yourself. So people are like a pest. Whereas in Montana, you know, if they stop and talk to people, it's just been very jarring coming back. Yeah. Can you explain the Bay? I, I just think that people on for our listeners on the East Coast, I think that the Bay Area douche is a very different douche than the East Coast. That's because why, yeah, we want to share it with the world. Yeah, it's because a Bay Area douche is like someone that there's only two ways that you are able to live in the Bay Area now, like to buy a house. Either you were given a lot of money from your family. One or number two, you like had to kill someone either in business or just actually physically killed someone and took their home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the people here are so it's a filter, right? So the it's people a that are left here are a special breed. It, I don't think it was so it's so much. It was starting when we were growing up, but now it's like this filter that the worst people in the world are here. But the douche here, because I took Ashley, my fiance, is from the East Coast. I took her down to like the center of town here. And she was like, these people are super rich, but they don't look rich. And because the thing about being a barrier douche is that you have to look like you could go to Burning Man at any second. Mm-hmm. And that's right. kind of how you show that you're rich is that like you have a huge sprinter van and you dress like kind of weird because you don't have to do anything. Right. You, de- you dress like a homeless person because you don't have to ever dress nice. Right. But you have... You know, a Beamer, a Tesla, and like seven million dollar house, seven million dollar home, seven million dollar house, a, a Tesla, a pool in your house. You know, right. but you kind of dress like a homeless person. No, these are the gripes where we gripe to each other for thirty seconds each about something mildly irritating. So, what is your gripe today? My gripe is how many times I've broken my phone. Yeah, how many? Let times me tell is that? you guys. There, there are people. There are case people and there are non-case people. Mm-hmm. My thing with the phone is that it's so much night. I want to be a non-case person. Like I want to become one. But the problem is, is that I dropped the shit out of my phone. And so I refuse to wear a case because a case on the phone is you're, awful. Is it naked? Oh, you're naked. I'm a naked guy. I'm caseless. Going naked is the only way to live. Right. I, it's I, the only I, way to I live naked. I personally believe that caseless is the only way to live. You have to live Because naked. the phone is so much nicer in your pocket and everything caseless. The problem with the with the the case is it just makes the phone like shit. It just makes it feel like shit. Right. It's it way it too feel, big. It's terrible. But here, here's, <laughs> of course... Well, actually, it goes to my theme today, which is actually Catch-22. The Catch-22 of the phone is you can your phone can feel like shit, and you'll drop it and rape it, rail it, or 
Yeah, anyway, I've, I've cracked my screen four times. Right, because if you put on the case, then you have this clunky, giant thing that doesn't really fit in your pocket. And but if, so, and if you designed. don't have the case, then your phone is going to get cracked. The phone, in my mind, the phone wasn't designed <gasps> to have a case on it. it no. It, I, I feel like the case industry is kind of like, it's kind of... I don't think it's a scam because I've broken my my front screen four times, but it's not really supposed. You're not supposed to use the phone with the case. What? Here's what I have now. I have the case, but you don't put. I don't have the glass over the screen. I think that's too much. I just have the case from dropping it right because you drop it on the corners is where is where it gets hit. Yeah, actually, that's pretty good. I like I like that. That's like mid ground. Yeah, yeah, mid real real mid half. I want to be a caseless ground. guy, but I'm just too careless. Yeah, caseless or careless, caseless and careless is what you are now. Right. Well, you can't be careless if you want to be caseless. Um, my gripe is, so I, I'm a little stuffy, <laughs> a little sniffy, stuffy. Don't just sniff your nose in the podcast, right? Um, so that wouldn't make a good podcast. Is this called Pareto's principle? I think the eighty twenty, the eighty twenty thing that everyone mentions. Okay. So I've been th- thinking about this a lot. Where to get from good to great on something? <laughs> good to great, right? Is that Six Cal? New- is that Cal Newport? Cal Newport. Terrible. To get something to be perfect, you have to put in, it seems like, so much more work to get something to be good. Okay. Like, for example, okay, my backpacking sandals that I'm going to wear at the camp because we're going backpacking soon. All right? So that's a good way to be a Bay Area douche right there. Right. You, you just, just slip did, that in. Is that you slip, you slip you that tell in. other people how little you have to, like, what you get to do, the sick thing you get to do. Right. But don't give them any more, really. Don't give them any kind of information on how to get in the group. Right. Like, how they could how do it. Where it or where it is. Like, or the shitty parts about backpacking. Right. You just tell them. You just slip it. Right. 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 Something that they could, you know, yeah, like I am doing, but I will not tell you how to do on our, or on be like, a part like, of. Like, for instance, like, on our hike this morning. Yeah. Go ahead. No, it's just like that is a line you could use to be a barrier douche on our hike this morning. On our hike this morning. When I had wine during my ride yesterday. This is my gripe though, okay? Is that my sandals, like the Tevas I have, they're pretty good, right? But they're not great. Like they would be good enough. They'd be good enough, but they're not that good. And that little bit of difference between them being good and being perfect, you know, that to get to perfect from good, it's like impossible. So because I have another example, okay? On my bike, right? I have on the road bike I just got. Another, another like, you know, another thing I road slipped in there. I By the way, it. I road bike, you know, and I backpack now. Right, right, right. right. And I burn. Right. right. And I go to Burning Man. On, my, on the road bike, when I put my feet in the pedals, the shoes don't really fit that well. And I, I put the cleats on at a weird angle, so okay, they what, don't, they what, don't wait, work that What well. you're trying to say with your gripe is that... Wait, let, me, let me finish the gripe. Well, I'll, I'm telling... I'm, I, I want to explain to the people. So, my thesis, people my okay, thesis of it. this gripe... My thesis of this gripe is that to get from something that works pretty well to something that works perfectly, it's just so... It just seems to be so much effort that I never bother doing it anymore. And what I'm trying to say about the bike is that my feet don't fit in the shoes, really. And there's something wrong with my cleats. And, like, the seat's too low and the bike's too big. So, But it works pretty good. Like, I can go on long bike rides, right? Wasn't that the point? But it's not a perfect fit, you know? It's a little awkward. But to get to that the point where it's perfect, everything's perfect, it just seems like it's... Do you want to spend hours and hours and hours of work to get to the perfection state of your efficient machine... Or are you okay staying at pretty good? That's what I think of the, about right, this a I, lot. I like I like this, yeah. and I, I think that you can look at this with homes too. Okay, so let yeah. me take Bozeman, Montana, for a second. Go ahead. Okay, so for five hundred thousand dollars, was a shit ton of money. You can buy a home that is like you know it's all right. TBD. TBD. Can you buy a home for five five hundred thousand? TBD. Mm-hmm. 
to TBD, be decided, to, to be determined, to be determined. Anyway, so you can buy a home for like 500k. That's you know it's all right. It's 80 percent of the way there. You might not have the yard you want or be in the neighborhood you want, but it's still like it's still pretty good. You might not be in right Bozeman for get, per se. Not Bozeman yeah, yeah. in quote. To get yeah. to that home that you want in the neighborhood you want, like a boomer got, like when they just went and bought like a like a really cheap house, right? Something that a boomer got very easily. You you have to spend like three million dollars. So five hundred thousand gets you eighty percent of the way to get a hundred percent is like three million bucks. Mm-hmm. That and so I'm, I, I what I no, did there. And that's actually a perfect example because yeah, you can see it with money. You can see it monetarily. How much more work it takes to get to that level, right? right? Um, yeah. So I've been thinking about this a lot because at my stupid job, it's not. We're not even at the at the good point of anything functioning. You know, like anyone doing their job or anything being done at all but that's really what well. You want though? I know, but I'm just saying that I can't even get from good to great. I'm going from like shitty to not so shitty, and to get to that jump, it's just it just seems to be too much work. Like I, I I don't know how it's how I can do it. Anyway, I've been thinking about this stuff a lot, right? So when when do you push to get to perfection, and when do you say I'm not going to put in the effort? You know what I mean? Yeah. What is something that you have pushed for perfection? Well, like with uh, now, wait, wait, just, I'm just trying to think of anything that I try. Yeah, have you go have you 100%. ever like something that you really liked? Like, I'm just th- I'm thinking about our like for backpacking, right? Your backpack, your if, pack, your pack fits your Gregory pack, your Gregory pack. It fits pretty well, right? It's pretty comfortable, but is it is it like the perfect thing? No, right. I would just, I mean, no, I would actually, that was actually my example of something I went hundo with. Okay. Do people even, or should we move on? Well, I'm just, because you kept going back to the store to get your pack. Right. I I spent the time. It was all exhausting. Yeah. Anyway, that's, my my gripe is that it seems to be too much work to get to perfection on, on most everything. Okay. Heady, heady. Very heady stuff. Okay. Meta gripe. Oh my god, Hedy Gride. I got a great example. Hedy Gride. I have a great example. Hedy Gride. Just the the Millennium Falcon setup. Yeah, exactly. Like we could get the podcast setup to be eighty percent of what we want, but but that one hundred percent eludes us. Impossible. Like exactly it, like right. literally impossible to get that last twenty percent. We would need like just just you know. No, that's exactly it. And that reminds me, this podcast is sponsored by the Forcing. That's <laughs> doing a read in the middle of the song. You know, for Sigmatic, they wanted a podcast to sponsor, and we're eighty percent of what they wanted. Do you know what I mean? To get for them to get their hundred percent, they needed a podcast that doesn't ruin the reads. You know what? I mean? right. You know, yeah. We're their eighty percent. But it's exactly right with the Millennium Falcon setup. We're definitely not a perfection. We're just at good enough to get this stupid thing working yeah. with all the sound so effects and everything. We are good enough, and we're good to enough get, to, to get to like the perfect thing would be. Would be like we would have to go to audio school for like five years. When Four Sigmatic writes us to drop, that's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say we're eighty percent of the way there, and you know how hard it'd be to get a hundred. You know how hard. So. You guys know. Don't be. Don't be ridiculous. No, let's play a game. Okay, let's play a game. Okay. Speaking of perfection, I am gonna say a person that you know. These are called celebrities. Celebrities are people that everyone knows, right? That don't know them. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna guess their age. I have a gripe. You're gonna guess their age. Yeah, Ashley's my 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 fiance is watching the Avengers. Yeah. Every time Thor comes on, not only does she find him unbelievably attractive, she also finds him whimsical. 
Oh, he's full so, of whimsy. So whenever she's always giggling watching something on her phone with headphones on, I go to look at it, and it's always Thor looking unfucking real and being, like, funny, too. Do you think that we should watch the Marvel movies for once that we haven't seen? No. Why? I just don't like them. I don't know why. Do you think Sorry, that people. that is a pretentious take? That's one of your most pretentious takes. Yeah, it is. Not watching those movies. It is pretentious. Mm-hmm. Part of being from the Bay is that you are pretentious. You can't help it. You can't it's help being It's part of your nature to be pretentious. Absolutely. What's our topic today? Um, oh, you're playing a game. Yeah, we're playing a game. Fuck me. A little rusty. Okay. I, 80%. Here's, here's the 80% example. 80% of the way there. Right? Vin Diesel. How old do you think Vin Diesel is? Triple X, Vin Diesel, is Dominic Toretto. Wasn't there a whole thing about him being There's gay? There's a whole thing about his gayness. Is he gay? I don't know. Remember when our shout out to our friend Lauren who went to go see him like at a very young age. I think we were in middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to I go barely see, remember this. Just go see Dom Toretto at like a, some sort of triple X opening or like something. Meet him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? What? So what? How old is he right now? Yeah. Fifty-five. He's fifty-three. Wow. Jay Z. The blue, the blueprint, Jay Z, fifty, fifty-one. Matt Damon, fifty-one, fifty. Crazy how they get older. Okay, these guys are the same age. Eminem and Shaq, forty-eight. That's exactly it. Yeah, forty-eight. How'd you? Yeah, that's good. Just thought they were a little younger. That's good. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt, fifty-one. He's fifty-seven. He's almost sixty-year-old Brad. We're, we're dealing with we're dealing with almost with the sixty-year-old. Brad. We have a sixty-year-old Brad. Yeah, and he looks like that. It is crazy that they get older. It's crazy that as men get older, we it's just like we get better and better and better looking, more handsome, more handsome until yeah, maybe more you get aged, maybe fifty-five. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like a, right. It's like a wine, a fine wine. It seems rough for the ladies. It's tough for the ladies. It's tough for the ladies. I think it's tough. Yeah. No. What's our topic today? Our topic today is aging. Overview. We're going to go over. We have an absolutely packed episode also. Number one, why do we age? Modern research into preventing aging. And then aging in animals. And then Adam, what do you have for us? Um, I'm going to talk about senescent cells. And I'm going to talk about mouse trials. And because that don't suck, Adam, in six seconds, tell us everything we need to know to enjoy the episode on aging. Adam, you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> counting my dog off. No, we are getting older all the time and it sucks. Is it possible to reverse this process of aging? Okay. Human mythology, as you know, includes many legends like this that help to fight aging, like the Fountain of Youth or the Holy Grail. But could those things really exist in the real world? What form do those things or solutions take? Today we take a look at the science of anti-aging and we debate the moral merits of living indefinitely. Okay. And so Noah... What is our theme today? Our theme today is Catch-22. As I'm going to go into with curing aging, there is a large Catch-22, which I'm just going to say right now, is basically the balance between cells that are cancerous and cells that just suck and die. And that's, that's what we can't figure out with trying to cure aging, is how we can balance that out. Because if right. you cure one of no, fuck off. Okay, you're going to start. Mm-hmm. Okay, before you start, Adam, yep. what coffee do we like? Well... There's the coffee that we like and the coffee I'm drinking right now. The coffee co- we like is Four Sigmatic because it kicks ass. Yeah, it kicks fucking ass, but we ran out of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, if we hadn't ran out of it, what would you be drinking? Four Sigmatic. Why do you like to drink it? It's full of mushrooms like chaga, yeah. lion's mane, 
Cordyceps. Right. They sponsor podcasts that they are eighty percent of the way there. But their coffee is a hundred percent because they've no. They they're fucking hundred to perfection. They're a hundred. We're eighty. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go to forcesofmatter.com, Use offer code Dude Nature. No exclamation mark. All one word to get ten percent off your coffee. Do it. It's good. Support the podcast. Harder nipples. Support the podcast. By the way, thank you all for reviewing. We can't see the review on iTunes, but we know that some reviews have come in, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. So here's yeah. So I I'm getting an email that we have like I guess like 73 reviews. We have 63 showing. I don't know what's going on with Apple Podcasts, but just keep reviewing, even if your reviews aren't showing up. So thank you very much. Thank you guys. Okay, Adam. Okay, let's talk about senescent cells. So. We're going to be talking about this because we're going to go into reversing the aging process and some of the research that's gone into that. Okay. So, as I've said before in another episode, your cells have an expiration date. I think on the cancer episode. Uh, they need to die, basically, so that they don't pollute your body. Your immune system is the thing that cleans them up. Cells need to die. Yep. Because when they stop working. Yes, when they stop working. They need to die. They need to die. Right. It yes. is, it, the metaphor is having a moldy piece of fruit in a fruit bowl. Get it you out. You have that moldy piece of fruit. It's going to fuck up all the other fruit. Right. Get it out of the fruit bowl. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So when a cell stops its purpose, it needs to die. Yes. It needs to die. And the thing that makes it die is your immune system. So you need to have a good immune system. This is part of the problem. When you get older, your immune system slows down and it is not able to wipe out these pollutants in your body. Right. Okay. So... The pollutants in your body. Hold on one second. Okay, as he, as he wipes his eye, let me get it together here. Eighty mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So these these things are called senescent cells, and these things being the cells in your body that won't die. Okay. So we need senescent cells because they send signals to our immune system that something's fucked up and needs to be replaced. Okay. Like if you have a cut in your arm, that tissue is full of damaged senescent cells, and it will signal your immune system to do something about it. It's like, please come here and fucking clean this up and repair it. So the, the senescent cells are the communicators that say that something's wrong. Yeah. So they're the ones that communicate to get rid of the dead cell. Yeah. Okay. No, they are, they are the dying cells. Or they are the... They are the dead cells that need to be cleaned up. They're called senescent cells. The senescent cell is the dead cell that needs to be cleaned up. Yes. Not the communicating cell. No, not the communicating cell. Senescent cell is a dead cell. A dead cell, yes. All right. Yes. But in the state of senescence, these cells, they go into that state because a cell life cycle, right? You have it's born, it's multiplied, it's born. You go into the senescent state because your immune system will target those cells to clean them up. It yes. looks for those cells. And it's like, okay, I will repair and do my... You know, all that shit with it. Okay. So, when we have a less efficient immune system, we can't clear them out. Why is this bad? Okay. Why is it bad if you can't clear, clear out the dead Why cells? Why is it bad if we, if we, we have, have It's the moldy now. fruit bowl. You'd yeah. have just a bunch of moldy fruit, and you couldn't eat the good fruit. Okay. It's a Having, bunch of clutter. It's yes, clutter. it's a bunch of clutter. Having a high percentage of senescent cells is linked to cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, dementia, arthritis, other age-specific injuries. They also apparently hinder your ability to learn quickly and to recuperate from injuries. So as you get older, you have more and more of these bastards inside of you. Dead cells. cells. Yes. That, that, that the human system is not getting rid of. Yes. So senescent cells are one of the biggest signs of aging is the amount of these cells that are in your body and the amount that you have at one time that your body's unable to clean up. And it's yeah. interesting to think about aging like this because 
when you when before I was doing this research, you think of aging, you're like, oh, just you're just getting older. But as you can see from this research, getting old, getting aging is kind of like your body is pollute. It's more polluted, almost. You know what I mean? Right. You like the biological. Pro- what is biologically? What going is it on actually going on? Well, yeah, and under think, the hood when you. Well, age. I think it's important to say too that there are like over three hundred theories on on biologically why you age, mm-hmm. and uh, it's probably a combination of a lot of them. But yeah. we're not really sure exactly what it is. So, what you would think? What would you think? would help you with these senescent cells. Something to get rid of them. Okay, something to get rid of them, right? Exactly. But the difficulty is, of course, we want to get rid of the senescent cells. We don't want to get rid of the healthy cells. No, we don't. So how do you administer something that gives rid of the senescent cells but doesn't get rid of the healthy cells? Okay? Researchers have done lots of trials on mice, and we're going to talk about that in the future. Yeah, baby. Okay? These fucking mice, the things that we have done to mice in the names of science, honestly, in the name of science, is pretty rough. crazy. Rough. Rough for the lab mice. Rough. Isn't the the rats of Nim? Remember that book? Yeah. That is about Wait, no, no, no. a lab Isn't it a movie. It's it was a, for a book and then it became a movie. Isn't it a good movie? Good book, good movie. I would love to see that again. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. It's definitely weird. But they're, you know, they're escaping from a lab, right? I and they're like they're super smart mice because they were in a lab. Oh, I really want to see that now. Yeah. Remember Redwall? Yeah, Redwall. Forest, woodland. That's a woodland creature. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely woodland creatures. Yeah, Redwall, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Raccoon, right? Yeah, yeah. Coon, turtle, beaver. Yeah. Play Everdell. Everdell Everdell. also has woodland creatures. We recommend the board game Everdell. Um, Okay, so researchers have done trials on mice to kill senescent cells by injecting a protein into them that targets senescent cells, okay, and is like like a flag to the immune system to come and clean them up. Say that again. They okay. inject a protein into the cells. They were, they were given, they injected protein, this, they being the researchers, into mice to kill senescent cells. Okay. Okay? And the mice that got the protein, studies done in 2019, they lived 30% longer. Yeah. They grew back more hair, and they had a longer health span. So what is health span? Health span is the period of life that you live free of disability. I think it's very important to make that distinction because what is your life without your health, really, when you think about it? You can be a vegetable, but is that really living, right? You could be, if you are just completely disabled and having, like, every day is you're in tons of pain, like, that's not a life I don't think anyone really wants to live, right? He nods his head. Yes. He nods his head. Continue. Remember that, what was the book I read? The, what was the book I just read in one day? I have to talk about that book now. Oh, fucking, uh... Breath air. When breath becomes air. When breath becomes air. Okay. It's about a neurosurgeon in his 30s who gets cancer and terminal cancer, and then he his battle with cancer and his eventual death of cancer. He wrote the book. It is it is an intense book. He wrote the book. It is a during haunting when and he was, intense when he was book. dying. Yeah, he wrote the book when he was dying, but he has a spe- he has a really specific point of view because he knows so much about the brain. Because he knows so much about the brain. Pretty wild book. And one of the biggest themes of that book was what does it mean to be alive at all? Are you really alive if you are hooked up to a ventilator in your bed and you're still breathing? Is that, is that life? No. So they make the distinction now with research, and they call that health span. You want to have a longer health span more than you want to have a longer life. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. I thought you'd have more to say about I wanted that. to have a, a Do you lo- have more to say about When Breath Becomes Air, that book? 
Have you read that? Yet? I haven't fucking read it because you you frightened me about it. You gotta read it. You frightened you me about it because you said it was it was miserable. Adam Adam picked up the book and re- you read it. You read it in you one span of you like have 10 to hours. read it. You can I. There's no way that you could you could not finish that book because it was so horrible. You just had to get it over with. Yeah. Right. It'd be like finishing in the middle of a workout and knowing you'd have to do it later. <laughs> right. It was a horrendous horrendous book. Right. And that's why I don't want to read it because I don't want to I don't want to go on the train. It's like cocaine for me. It's like why I didn't really like cocaine too much is because once you're on the train, you can't get off. It was cool, though. It definitely changed the way I think about things. It's an important book, I think. You think about what it's actually like to die. You know, you like what is it like to die well? What is it like? What is it like to die not well? You know, how do you do the former, not the latter? That kind of thing. Anything else Damn. to say about it? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I have to read the I have to read the book. Yeah, I don't want to read it because you scared me. about Anything the to say about the rats book. of Nim? Remember the Rats of Nim? Yeah, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I want to watch it again. All right. Anyway, so researchers gave those mice proteins to kill the senescent cells. They live thirty percent longer. They grew back more hair. Wait, blah, that, blah blah. That's sick. Okay, so because I I found that too in my research that with animal tri- you've uh, this is a mammal closer than a human. Mine's with nematodes. They had also successfully is it nematode? The um, I don't I don't care. is it a planaria? Not a detail. Is guy. it a planaria? Not a detail. Eighty percent. So so they they had they have increased the lifespan of nematodes as well. So like we have increased lifespan of other creatures, mm-hmm. right? But obviously a mouse is not a human. But it's, no, I get it's it. a proof of concept. It's definitely a proof. Yeah, of but concept. it's still it's still kind of amazing. That it could, it's amazing that it can work. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Another besides senescent cells, one way we another way we can reverse the aging process is stem cells. We talked about stem cells before. What are stem cells? Stem cells are cells that can turn into many different kinds of tissues when poked and prodded in the right way. They're like the pre-cell. They're a template, and they can be turned into many different things. So they're very important for research now. Uh, We talked about them during the cancer episode. We talked about them during the planaria episode for sure. Okay. When we get older, we lose the ability to generate stem cells, basically. So we are less able to react to things going on in our body. And, okay. Once again, with the mo- mice trials, mouse trials, stem cells in young mouse brains, can you fucking, what are they doing to these mice? They're, they're putting needles into their brains. dying badly. Right, exactly. Uh, they were added to middle-aged mice brains in the hypothalamus at the bottom of the brain, and the mice that got injected with the stem cells lived 10% longer. Okay, and, and also the hair thing happened. The hair thing is really weird. They grew back more hair. I don't know why hair, but like hair is really tied into aging. Like when you think about even humans, gray hair, sign of aging, right? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. is hair so tied into aging? It's interesting to I, think about. I have a guess for my research, but I'm not totally sure. Yeah. Um. Did you look at, I'm just going to say it right now. Did you look at DNA methylation? No. Okay, so I guess as you get older, we have the ability to switch on and off genes. Mm-hmm. And that helps us mm-hmm. sometimes because when we're a baby, we like you could switch off the babe. You switch off the Y or X chromosome, and that makes you a boy or a girl. I forget which one. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. That's why men have nipples, right? Right. Because the template so, has but nips. That's an example of, it's of a nip of, template. That's an example of gene switching off. That's good. So basically, this gene switching off as you get older, it can start to go crazy in, into what's called something that gets hypermethylated, and so like menopause, women women that go through menopause. That's an example of DNA methylation. It's your gene has been switched off for forever. Mm-hmm. So that can cause aging too. So what did you just fucking say before this? About stem cells? No. Damn it. Oh, gray hairs? Mm-hmm. My thought is that 
gray hair comes from methylation where we switch the gene off to make hair. Yeah. Right? Or pigment the hair. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um also for from an evolutionary standpoint, the you know, the reason why like why do we age? It's just it just it's more economical just to make a new body, basically. Mm-hmm. Then just keep the same one around. What do you mean it's more economical to make a new for body? the species? Oh, that so that's why we age. That's why people think yes. That's like so evolutionarily. Why did natural selection mm-hmm. like why aren't we immortal beings? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Why did natural selection make immortal beings? It's because it's just it's much easier just to make a lot. Is it too? Is it because we need to evolve? Because if we were yes, immortal, right, but, we but like evolve. we could be killed by something else. We we would not evolve. We would not mutate at all. So it's. We need it's to, be able to, to let change. natural selection happen. To let natural selection happen, but also, it's be, you're kind of putting if you make something immortal, it's just more energy to repair a body than I guess to make a new one. Hmm. I don't know, but I I but I, I don't know. I like the I like I like the mutate the mutation one is of course you can't mutate your body if you are immortal. You can't mutate the species. Um. Okay, save it for your section. You know, I just want to talk about the mouse section, the mouse trials number two. Okay, mice embryo stem cells, mice embryo, were injected into old mice, and they saw a 20% increase in exercise, heart function, and lifespan. So we've been doing a lot of mouse trials with stem cells and with the protein that fights senescent cells. Where we are at the human trials is not very far at all. It's a big step from mouse to humans, but you can imagine in the future there might be some sort of pill. Like if you're taking Rogaine for your hair, maybe it will have some sort of protein that fights your senescent cells as well to fight aging. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? My question is that let's say that like I'm we're already 31 now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the body's can you like reverse it or would you have to start taking this stuff when you're like 20? So my thing is like, can you go back? If you could go back 10 years, you'd have the athleticism of when you were 20, right? Mm-hmm. But like, would you have to start taking the stuff at 20 to to like like once you've aged? I don't think you can. Un- once you're saying once you've gone too far in the process, do you know what I mean? Like my knees suck. I can't unfuck my knee. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. Right? It doesn't it? Almost seems like an eighty a hundred thing, honestly. To get to the 100 of a hundred of a clean knee, right? right. And I'd have to start knee, taking I would have to non-aging to stuff at, in like at twenty. Yeah, exactly. Okay, anyway, or a horse, you know, horse cock tranquilizer, like whatever, whatever I have to take, you know, shark fin, whatever you had to put but in there. Can you imagine if you if you could if you could un- just ten years if you could if you could unage yourself ten years, mm-hmm. just the amount that people would pay for that? Oh yeah. I mean that'd be the problem. I mean, right? How much? How much would a billionaire pay for that? Billions of all their money. Pay. But that's that's what I think about too. So that means that that would mean that your health is kind of the most important thing that you have, if you're thinking about it existentially. Your health is the most important thing that you have, right? Think about the things that you own. Yeah, I mean, because if you die, your health is finite, right? You can't. You it's it's hard to get it back once it's gone. It must be. It, it's more important than money because you can always make more money, but you can't always get your health back. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. And thinking about. Yeah. No. It, it's you know true. what I mean. So, well, that, that's why people would pay an unlimited amount for it. They really would. Yeah. Okay. I just want to talk about mice trials because of the crazy <laughs> shit with the rats of Rona and the rats of Nim and the crazy mouse shit. 
So get this. There's a guy named John Calhoun. He studied overcrowding in mice and rats during the 1960s. And it's very creepy in some outrageous experiments. He made giant setups called mouse utopias. They're about as big as his living room, and they're filled with 3,000 mice. He made 25 of them. That's disgusting. In the 70s. Okay. There are pictures of this dude. He's just kneeling in the middle of the mouse utopia. There's mice and rats crawling all over. Because you know the rats too. There's rats crawling all over him. Okay. John Calhoun. Oh my God. It's Mr. So Mouse. He, he's Mr. Mouse. But he made fucking 25 of these things. Why? And he made them multi-tiered. So it's like a pit. It's like, a, it's like the size of this living room, but it is three stories tall because the mice like to climb up pipes and they see, have little Do you guys see what you can, can do with in? good real estate prices? <laughs> you see the things you can do? Right. That's called having a yard. <laughs> um, so what he did was he built the giant space. He filled it with all the food and water that the mice would need. And he introduced starter mice. He introduced 60 mice at the beginning. Okay. And there's pictures of him kneeling and feeding the mice. And one thing he did that's kind of fucked up is he paint he painted the mice. He like spray painted all of them. This is the sixties. What shit the was, fuck shit is was wrong fucking, with shit this was dude? Wild. Okay, so all the mice that are crawling over him are like purple and yellow. Is and there a red for and this? orange? Yes. Well, okay, why did he do all this? He did it to study overcrowding. Because oh, apparently oh, back in the sixties and late sixties and seventies, the big fear was population growth. It was then, not now? Why, well, it is now still, but people thought we were at a precipice then. We were either going to become extinct or we were going to stable, stabilize. We were either going to stabilize or we were going to be fucked. Sometimes when I think that the world is totally fucked, I just I, I, I realize that I think at any time during existence, everyone thought the world has thought the world was fucked. Yeah, it does seem like just that. A hu- right? I think a human condition is to think the world is fucked. You know, at any, heady episode. at any time, heady. but just like at any time during existence, drop me into the dark ages, drop, drop me into world war two. You know what I mean? At any time during existence, people are like, Oh, we're dying. Do you know what I mean? Like, does it, you know what I mean? So sometimes when I think that the world's going really bad, I think about that. I'm like, Oh, maybe, maybe it's just me being kind of stupid. Maybe we're in a dip right now. You know, we're going to come back to a time of plenty. No, I just think that like it doesn't matter when you were when you were born. You're a thousand. You're twenty twenty one. People always think the world's gonna explode. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's my take. That's a good take. Yeah, you know, you think we have obviously all these issues now. Back in the day, they had right. So their, they, they I mean, thought their issues. They were thought the worst. back in the day that, that their that issues were the worst. Really gonna pop right. off. Okay, so the mice would double every sixty days because they're mice and they fuck a lot and they bang. Okay, it would double in size. So you can imagine. In a matter of time, in like 200 days, the mouse population got to 3,000. Okay? I'm not a mathematician, so don't fucking, so don't fucking get at me with that. A bunch of mouse mice in a pit. With a bunch of mice. Yeah, in a pit. With rodents, a actually. He said rats, too. So rodents. No, he did more. Ex- he did the experience he did with rats were, were like three times the size. The pits. With the, the tiered. The tier thing is the thing that really, really freaked me out with the pictures because they have water towers where they can do their their mice thing and they, you know, suck the water, but it's tiered. So they have three tiers of water things and little holes How for would, them to okay, live in. The, the poop, the mice poop. What was going on? Don't know what happened with the poop. Would love to know. Would love to know what happened with the poop. What kind of operation is he running? Does so, he have like interns? Once again, these, like, yeah, right? Yeah, Seriously. I'd like want to know. There's purple mice, and what happened is they started to have an increase in violence in the mouse utopias. 
with the effects becoming, as he said, increasingly visible, almost all of the mice had bitten tails or tails completely bitten The off. Bay Area. The Bay... It's well, not literally... Not the Bay Area. It's not. No, but that's why it's so fucking... Cr- it, the people are... Me- people suck here. They didn't used to suck this bad. Now mm. they kind of... Now they do suck in the Bay Area. Well, there's not overcrowding. You know why? Because it's so expensive to live here that only <laughs> the super-duper rich mice can afford to live here. Right, but but it's, a, it's, an issue, it's an issue of competition still because it's so competitive to live here. It's competitive to live here, but... Not all mice humans can live here. Only a little, also, only a few of the mice humans. it is also very crowded here. It is also crowded. Okay. So, right, increased violence when it was crowding. Um, there were a few mice that he called the beautiful ones. This is obviously before science had stopped using um, human terms to describe animals. And the, the actual study was, is really bizarre. So the beautiful ones, he said, they found a nest. They never had any sex. They would never do anything at all. They would just sit there all day in their nest. Because of overcrowding, they didn't have another baby. They couldn't leave their nest because of overcrowding. So he said that they had a very well-kept body. These mice could not cope with the increased stimulus. And he described their behavior as being idle. Idle and happy. I don't know if they were happy. so so, So he does this whole experiment to learn about crowding. He does this whole experiment. What actually happens in the end is the mice start to die because of the violence with the overcrowding. This is not surprising. The more aggressive mice started to go into the beautiful ones' homes and killing them and stealing their resources. So at the end of Mouse Utopia, all of the mice died. All 3,000 mice. So they double, 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 and they all died. That is awful. Yeah. This is just the cleanup... The mm-hmm. poo, the death, the smell. Yeah. It yeah. is beyond what the uh, – it's hard to imagine that. Just the logistics of this experiment. Yeah. So as he described it, um, if starvation didn't kill – this this experiment reveals that if starvation doesn't kill everyone, people will destroy themselves. The best option is to flee the country or the suburbs where people, mice, have space and life that is peaceful and natural. So he's talking he's the fear is around the cities specifically the urban centers that they're going to get too crowded and people are going to start killing each other and freak out and be super aggressive, right? Right. So he concluded that the mice suffer from overpopulation and overcrowded, but it has since been debunked his experiments. Okay? Why are they why was it debu- debunked? They all died. They all killed it, killed each other. Okay. As a journalist in 2019 writes, okay? Jonathan Freeman turned to studying actual people. He studied high school and university students, but they were definitely human. His work suggests a different interpretation than Calhoun's, that moral decay can arise not from density, but from excessive social interaction. Moral decay. Yes. I like that. That's good. Not all of Calhoun's rats had gone berserk. Those who managed to control space led relatively normal lives. So moral decay is like like the downfall of, of of, of chaos. Right. So it happens in dense areas. Mm-hmm. But there, what people say is that humans are different than rats, obviously, because we organize ourselves differently. The rats did not have the ability to organize themselves, and that's what caused the chaos. 
Okay. So what do we? What are your take? What do we anyway, learn from this? I don't know. I just went, you, like, I went on. Is a, this fucking? It I is went fucking on a crazy. Deep, I went on a deep hole. The crazy part is that he made twenty five of these mouse utopias that all of that them had three thousand mice in them at one point, and they all ate each other. And are died. there pictures of this? Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Okay, I'll and put one. So on it was a big deal in the time he was doing it because he was using this as evidence that overcrowding was going to kill everyone, that we were all going to, uh, all going to die. Right. Because of what the mouse were, mice were but doing to I each other. I don't think that he's totally wrong. I, people are more aggressive in cities. Also, just the pictures of, like, purple, orange. He spray-painted the fucking mice. Purple okay. and orange so mice more crawling than over what him. You, is like, what more the than fuck what is you happening? can learn from the experiment, yeah. it's just what someone there's will like, do. There's, like, ten people. It's, like, an old science. They're, like, they have, I have a lab coat, so I'm a scientist. There's, like, ten people with lab coats, and there's mi- purple mice you, crawling can, over can them. Can you just give us, like, three, like, three bullet yeah. points? I could have gotten a what, bullet point. On, on what we learned, what we can learn from it. The six, the late sixties were weird. One. Science was in a different place than it is now. Okay, that's one. I'm gonna keep that at one. Excessive social interaction is probably a bad thing. Excessive social interaction, but but you mean excessive exposure to other people? Social interaction is different for me than exposure. So when when they ran the study with with humans, what was deduced is that the problem is that excessively running into and having interactions with other people. Makes you more makes you morally insensitive. Like if you think about New yes. York, if you think about New York, right? When there's so much going on, we think when we lived in Portland, there's so much. There's cars. There's people yelling. You know, you have to at some point you have to kind of tune it off, and that can make you more aggressive. No, a hundred percent. This is from I think this is Malcolm Gladwell mm-hmm. has something on this too. Mm-hmm. There was that famous like yeah, stabbing. Yeah, there's a murder. There's, there's a murder. the mur- uh, basically a murder happens in an alleyway. Uh, the, like the victim is screaming. Right, and there's this apartment apartment building right next to it. Everyone can hear it, mm-hmm. and no one calls the cops. Right. So why is that? So why is that? Riddle me that. But because it's it's about excessive socialization. They're yeah. just blocking. Learn to block shit out. If you're in the middle of the woods, someone's screaming. You're gonna fucking something's gonna happen if someone hears it. Um. He also called all of these experiments universes. So he had like universe one, universe two, universe twenty five. Yeah, so he, he, right? he, like, he did twenty five. So he of them. just wanted to. He's fucking weird. Yeah, so he's fucking weird. Guess what? The rat dude's fucking weird. The mice. The rat dude's fucking weird. Yeah, news, 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 news. The rat dude's this fucking just weird. In, the dude that spray paints rats is weird. Running all over him is weird. Okay. Damn. I'll tell you what. He yeah. went a hundred percent on his experiments. Mm-hmm. That's called going a hundred. That's yeah. not eighty, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. You should see. You should see the mouse universe. No, I'm gonna put it on the Instagram. But it's it, it might skeeve me out. It's fucked up. It skeeved me. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know where we are with aging, but that is wild shit. I don't know. Yeah, remember aging senescent cells, stem cells, mouse trials. Weird dude named John Calhoun, Jim Calhoun, basically in the sixties, had them run all over his body, had twenty five different universes, and they all ate each other and killed them. And he said it was because of overcrowding, and not because he's a fucking weirdo, sick weirdo that put mice together, put a bunch of mice together, God, no predator, played God with a bunch of mice. Also, to me, it's also like you know, predators are important. If you don't have predators. Then overpopulation happens. They eat all the resources, and everyone dies. If you have a predator, you will have a stable okay. environment. By that logic, we should just we should just fill cities with human killing wolves. Okay, I, I see what you did there. Right. So once again, humans are not mice. Humans are not mice. And guess what? You know what the predator is for the human condition? It's a dollar. It's the Benjamin. 
Okay. I don't think uh, I don't like that take. You don't like that take? I don't think the be- the dollar and people are like money is the root. Money is not the root of all evil. Well, money does prevent the overcrowding here in this desirable area, right? If you think about the Bay Area, yeah, it does. It's preventing overcrowding. The yeah. one way to prevent money, overcrowding is you raise prices. Money is a great way to bar millennials away from neighborhoods. Yeah, and getting also fucks what I have seen. Mm-hmm. Weed shops, millennials, not over here, right? Right. This is like a place stuck in time almost. This barrier that where we're living. We're in Marin County, by the way. It's like right outside San Francisco. How soon until all the coral reefs are dead and things are blowing up in like Reno and then Marin decides to put a bubble? The Bay Area is like, we're actually we're going literally to gonna build a dome. Been, we've always been a bubble. We've always and now done this. we are literally no, going to be a bubble. How much longer until, yeah, in the rich areas are just like, we're building a dome. We're building a dome. We're literally going to build a dome here. Nobody can get in the dome unless you've gone to Burning Man three times. Unless you have a Spritzer van that is customized at least 50K. Okay. I don't know where we finish that, but we're going to take a... That was good. We're going to take a musical break. Yeah. And after that, it's going to be time for Halftime Honey. Okay. The Mice Dude? Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun. He definitely didn't have a girlfriend, right? I mean, that's clear. <laughs> that's it's I, clear I, from I, the I, think, text. I think that's really clear, right? It's clear from the evidence that, that there was no woman involved. There was definitely in no any woman way. in his life, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that's. You should see this. Kind of like, you should see the fucking size of some of these rats. I mean, is it a dog or is it a rat? A little game I like really? to play when watching Jim Calhoun's videos. That's how big they are. Rats can get so big; they're like as big as your forearm. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Because the, the, they have to knock the rats out to put electromagnetic sensors in them. They knock the rats out. They put sensors in them. Then they spray paint them. Then release them into a dystopia. Things were different back then. Jesus Christ. See, we've gotten a little... The world's we still, gotten better. We still experiment with them. We, but here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We fucking have... We have to experiment with them to fucking make it. some progress, we have right? We have, to, we have to learn. Turn what the are we blind eyes. So you turn a blind eye to all the shitty mouse things happening. There's so much... Ha- people, people are worried about what's happening to the people in this country. What's happening to the mice? Who's standing up for the mice? First, it was the mice, you know. Who is? And I said nothing, you know. Then it was me. Then it came for me, and there was there was no mice left to stand up for me. Who? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You, was, Jim Calhoun would have laughed at that one. That's Jim the only, Calhoun. The only person who laughed at that one. His name is Jim Calhoun. All right. Um, this is the halftime honey toast, but we're not drinking anything. No, we're smoking weed. We're smoking. <laughs> we're still calling it the halftime honey toast. Wait, we discuss and celebrate some absurd. This is weed from Jack fucking Daniels. Somehow you, related to our. Why episode. are you being ridiculous? Jack I Daniels story, sent me this vape. And Noah, he responds with our immediate thoughts. My bad. We have a vape. It says zigzag on it, but no, no matter. No. It's from Jack hey, Daniels. J- hey, Jack. Hey, Jack Daniels. I really, really do appreciate the weed. You don't have to like play your little games and be scared of weed. Be- Weed's legal, so you can tell the people it's legal. You don't. Just, you don't just have to send us your supply. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and be all shady with it. Thank don't you for the shady. weed, though, Jack. Don't be shady, Jack. This is Jack Daniels Tennessee weed. Um, I toast with Jack Daniels Tennessee weed to Adam Wainwright. He's a forty-year-old pitcher on the Cardinals. And it appears he cannot age, okay? Since June, he's first in Major League Baseball and wins. He's third in ERA. He's second in home runs allowed. He's first in innings pitched. Since June, he's How 40 old is fucking, he? He's 40, four zero years old. That is, we should have done aging in athletes because it is, it's getting real, real yeah. crazy. It's getting crazy, right? It's so, getting crazy. It, here's a quote from him, okay? 
if you can throw, he's he's responding to the fact that he that other pitchers, younger pitchers, can throw between 95 and 100 miles an hour, their fastball. That's like a crucial for being an effective pitcher now is to throw something really fast. I know because I play a lot of baseball video games. And when, when in the baseball video game, when the ball comes faster, it's much harder to hit, I find. So he says, if you can throw that hard, you have so much ability already, said Wainwright, whose average fastball is 89.1 miles per hour, okay? Which is well below, Noah, the league average. So how is he so good? The league average is 93.5, and he throws 89. Okay. Wow. He says there's the ability to be a lockdown number one starter for a very, 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 very long time if you can learn how to pitch without throwing incredible stuff. He says, I have to pitch because if I go out there and try to heave the ball, it's going to be over quick. He's talking about I have to pitch instead of just chucking it fast. That is so interesting, so he's, honestly. He's like he's well, super so he's, heady. He's mental. The interview is amazing. Wait, it's he's amazing. Probably he's like, so tight. He memorizes like all the hitters and everything that he's thrown them, and he before and all the preparation he does for the games, and because he's next level strategist about that pitching. is crazy cool. It's very cool. Crazy cool. It's very cool. So this toast is to him because he's four years old and he's still killing it, and he he is the best uh, the best ERA ERA since June. And now I gotta ask, is he Jewish? Do we get him on the team? So Adam, right? That's a good start. Wainwright's on a bad get, start. Then we get to Wainwright, and we're like, it's not Wainwright. bad. No, it's bad. There's, there's no Jude name Wainwright. There's not. It's not terrible. His name is Adam. Okay, what? No, but I know Wainwright. Yeah, it's the Old Testament. We both of them. You know what? Yeah. Maybe I'm going to. You take the hit. I'm going to go to Jew or not Jew real quick. No, he's not. He's not a Jew. Hey, all right. Thank you, Jack Daniels, for this weekend. I'm going to take a big rip. Everyone, whatever you're drinking, take a rip with me. Lachaim. Wait, 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 wait. Silence on the podcast. Hold on. Dude, my fucking... Remember the, the sick vape I said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Wait, we might have a Jew here. No, dude, let's go. No, let's we, move on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> wait, yeah. yeah. Hello. Okay, I'll have to do more research on that. Jaw rot. Wait, but is he Jew? There is a Jewish article on a Jewish blog about Adam Wainwright. So the, he's a potential Jew. Wait, really? Yeah, potential Jew. <laughs> Honestly, only a Jew would, would have the. It's you very know, Jew. It's very it's Jew. Very Jew. Very Jew. It's very, very Jew. Jew. Very Jew. Gentiles, we love you too. We love you okay, too. Okay, we love you, our brothers and sisters of the non Jewish faith. All right. Okay, first of all, we're going to go into Jim Calhoun will haunt your dreams. Jim Calhoun. Tell you what, Jim Calhoun is about the most un-Jewish name I've ever heard in my life. Hey, hello, prospective woman. May I take you on a date to my laboratory where I spray paint mice and put them in right. hell in hell holes right. and have them crawl over my body. Right. And my intern Maybe I'll do it to you. And maybe I'll do it to you. Would you like to be a part of it? Can I spray paint you? Um, why do we age? Okay. Interesting fact, first of all, since nineteen twenty, Adam. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the average age of was in 1920? The average age. By the way, 1920. If your grandparents are still alive, if you're a millennial, your grandparents are still alive. They're probably born around now, around then. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nana. Yeah, talk about how different the world Shout out was. To fucking then. Nana. 1920. Do you know what the average age was of person in the yeah. U.S.? Yeah. Was it was he was it young? It was 47. Okay. And what's yeah, the average age the world, now? The world. 47. Yeah. Um. Now the average age is 79. Of the 
Oh, oh, you mean life expectancy? Life expectancy. Okay. Human life expectancy in 920 was 47 years old. Mm-hmm. Now it is 79 years old. People fucking die back then. People you just die. You die. You die all the time. Spray painted rats and you, fucking you die. die. You could walk, take a walk down the street. They fucking die. You die. They fucking die all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we've du- we've du- in 100 years, we've doubled age. Mm-hmm. There are many theories on why we age. Adam's gone, gone into it. I'm going to go into a couple more. Basically, problem. This is our cells wear out after dividing too much. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and explain this. When our cells reproduce, Adam, how does a cell reproduce? It has sex with another cell. Cell sex. No, it splits. It divides itself. It divides itself. God damn it! You gotta know that yeah, one. You laid me up. You have to know that. I mean, one. I That's know though. What I was trying to make a joke. I was trying to get in a joke. All right. Also, a cell divides itself. So one cell becomes two. Mm-hmm. When it divides itself, Adam. Yeah. It copies the DNA in that first cell into the two cells. Right. Here's the problem. Unfortunately, yes. for some reason, mm-hmm. the DNA at the end of the chain of DNA is copied wrong. A lot of the time. Is that the telomere? You're getting telomeres? Yes, I'm getting to tell I'm talking about te- I'm getting telomeres. The end of a chain of DNA is copied wrong when a cell divides. Luckily, we have a structure called a telomere. And a telomere, it protects your DNA from those bad divisions. Mm-hmm. Okay? You start off having like a long telomere in your cells, but every time a cell divides, the telomere gets shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm-hmm. And so what we found is that tel- the rate of telomere decay, so a telomere starting length and then getting shorter and shorter as the cell divides, it is directly tied to aging. Okay. And so how short your telomeres are? How short your telomeres in are? Your for, cells. for example, a I have I have this down low, but someone in their 20s or humans start off with a, about an 11 kilobase telomere length. I don't know what a kilobase is. Kilobase. Apparently, it's a term of measurement. It's probably infinitely is this a Star small. Wars term terminology. 11 light year. You have an 11 light year telomere, telomere length. Old people, seniors, their telomeres are down to three or three or four kilobases units. Yeah. So what what do you say? Sorry, what do you say for the young people again? Young people start. You start with an 11. Kilo, 11 down to three. 11 down to three or four. Damn. Yeah. So, telomere decay is directly tied to aging. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that when cells Here. copy, when when you have the cell splitting, yeah. when you have that DNA, which is replicated. Right. I didn't know that at the end, you're saying at the end of the strand, there is mutation at the end of for the strand. Some, for some reason, the end of our DNA strand is very difficult to copy over. And I don't know why that is without getting without literally reading a hundred research papers. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to copy over, and so when our cells copy, they they mess up. Right, eighty percent. They right. mess up eighty percent. Our cells literally are doing eighty percent. They do eighty, and to get the other twenty, maybe the natural state of the world is wow. actually oh eighty. Oh my god! Oh lord! Maybe eighty is I'm natural. A rip to that. Next time that like you that. are trying on shoes and you think that these don't fit that well, and but they fit pretty well, that's the natural state of things. Pretty good. Pretty good is the natural state of everything. Right. Right. And eh. I, wait, I like that. I think that if you're doing eh. something and you're like, this is actually like over 80, just keep doing that. But now I understand <coughs> art. Now I understand art more. I have a take. Art <coughs> is the pursuit of the 100%. Okay. Okay. You like that? I, I Craft do. and art is the pursuit of the 100%. Right. So when, when you get Jiro Dreams of Sushi, when he's just, he's at a hundred, he's, he's hundo, right? He's lit. He's hundo. He's after that hundo. And you're like, I've been to a really good sushi restaurant. It's probably 80% of the way you're there. You're like, that's 80. 
But to get to Hunter, you have to like take each shrimp and wipe the shrimp with gold gold flakes and do all the weird shit he was making his son do by the bucket. Jim Calhoun. Yeah. John Jim Calhoun. Cal- John Cal- Calhoun. Yeah, Jim Calhoun. Jim John Calhoun. Right. Not a Jewish. Not Jewish Calhoun. Cal- Definitely not Jewish. Jo- that's why I just I made a joke. I said that it's the least Jewish name I've ever heard. Yeah. John Calhoun. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Wainwright. Jewish. John thinks Calhoun. About, thinks about pitching no. in a different way. Jim Calhoun. Not Jewish. Gentiles. Like you. We love you, Gentiles. Love you. Like you. Okay. Um, DNA methylation. I already talked about that with Adam. Free radicals. So mm-hmm. when, you're, when your cells do their everyday thing, they – just like a car – how it gives off gives off exhaust when it's going. Your cells, when they're doing their thing, they give off free radicals, which is a toxic byproduct of whatever that cell is doing. And those free radicals fly around and they damage DNA. Mm-hmm. But I think the most interesting one is the telomere length because there's a lot of research into now how can we protect the telomeres because if we can stop telomeres from decaying, maybe we could stop aging. Why do the telomeres actually get shorter? Yeah. Why do they get shorter when you keep Fuck, being copied? I, looked that, I did. I, look, I looked that up. Yeah. I looked that up and yeah, I don't that's have... Okay. That's okay. Fuck. Never admit. Never admit defeat. No, I did look it never up. Never admit like, defeat. Why, why, do, why do they get shorter? Right. Why oh, do oh, they? oh. Here's why. And here's why my theme is Catch-22. Mm-hmm. There is a relationship to cancerous cells and telomere length. Basically, if the telomere never gets shorter... That means that that means that the cell is it could is most likely a cancer cell. Okay, again, you're gonna have to do research on this. It gets real. It gets real bio, biology five thousand real fast. Okay, mm-hmm. so if telomeres don't shorten on a cell, that cell can just start splitting and reproducing out of control, which is cancer. Which is virusy. Which is cancer. That's cancer. That's what cancer is. Well. Okay, so 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 the reason I sort of the reason I say that is because there's a relationship to, between there's there's let's just pretend that you have your body, okay? You got a bunch of you got a bunch got of it, cells in. Got it right I mean, here. You don't have to pretend. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. Some of your cells are they reproduce like crazy. They're they have more cancerous tendencies. Mm-hmm. Some of your cells suck and they they just stop working after a little bit and don't reproduce. Mm-hmm. The problem with like a lot of the research into stopping aging is that let's say that we take away all the cells that suck mm-hmm. and we just have the cancerous cells, you're going to get cancer and die. Okay? Understand. It, yeah. If we take no. away the cancerous cells and we have the cells that don't live too long, then you're just going to die from that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, that's the problem with, with fixing aging. Mm-hmm. It's like this balance between cells that can't, don't reproduce and don't live long mm-hmm. and cancerous cells that reproduce a ton and do live long. Okay. Okay. So you have to choose a side, right? Right. It's but if paradox. you do choose a side and take it out, you will kill the person. Okay. Either way. Okay. Um, some research into preventing aging. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a, in a 2019 study published at the Nanjing University by John Feng Lan. Oh, John Feng Lan. Yeah. Scientists, t- scientists took a nematode worm. They messed with its biochemistry, and they were able to increase its lifespan by five times what it normally is. Whoa. Right, so like what you talked about with the mice, we have made something live way longer. So we're like, you know, we're creeping to the humans. But like, you you know, like with the I, I bring this up all the time. But with the Elon Musk company, the the Link Neuralink, Neural, yeah, the the cyborg company. You know, like like we can like Wait, explain computer. explain what that is. Okay, first. so he's trying to, he's trying to put something in a human brain that can directly com- interface with the computer. Basically, like when you're typing or moving your mouse, you just do it with your mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
we they have we made like no progress on it. Mm-hmm. As far as I can see, I just don't. Th- I don't know if we're gonna make not, any progress. Not with a, this shit. not a flamethrower. Not a flamethrower. Okay. Anyway, in, in another 2019 study published by Kurt Whitmore at the Spanish National Cancer Institute, hmm. found that the rate of telomere shortening. So the rate how fast telomeres go down, um, is is dire- is direct. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rate that these shorten with each division is directly correlated to age, and that if we were able to stop this this decay, we should be able to increase age. If we stopped the... De- but w- Okay, so why is it so, bad to have shorter listen, telomeres? Listen, no, so so people ask online, a lot of people ask online, why don't we just cause the telomeres to stop decaying? Right? Why don't we just inject something in us that stops the decay? Because here's the reason. If you stop tel- telomere decay... I can't stop the sound effect once it goes. You know that. Just keep talking. Telomere decay. If you stop telomere decay, you will have cells that just reproduce and live forever, and you will then get cancer. Mm-hmm. Do you see the catch twenty two? It's it. You know why it's right. hard for you to understand? Because it was hard as shit for me to understand. Do it, do it one more time. This time, it will with, like with it's grace. Infinite, with grace. Oh my god. Yeah. It's okay. It is probably infinitely more complicated than this. But this is the basis of it. Here we go. Telomere decay is du- is directly related to aging. Okay. So you would ask yourself, why can't we inject ourselves with something that would literally stop the telomeres from decaying? And the right? Wait, wait, wait. Step, step back. I want to hear that. Why does shorter telomeres bad? Why is it bad to have a short telomere? A short. Once the telomere gets short, your DNA starts to get copied wrong. Because remember, telomeres protect okay. the end of the DNA. Once your telomere gets short, so the so what I'm thinking is, if that happens where your DNA gets copied wrong, something is fucked up with the cell. That it copies. Right. And you start... You, then so that's a cancer cell. Right. And then you start to get fucked up. No, a cancer cell is a cell that reproduces uncontrollably. I don't know the exact definition, but that's a cancer cell. But it's a cell that cell that reproduces uncontrollably, right? But it's also a cell that has something wrong sure, with it. Sure. Basically, when, telomere, when the telomere length... The answer to your question, when telomere length is short, shit gets fucked up. Your cells get fucked up. Okay. That's fine. Okay. We can go ahead. Um... Telomeres, interestingly enough, so they can prove that exercise provides longevity. One study found that active runners in their 50s, they have telomeres that are the same size as as people in their 20s. Active runners? Yeah. So Cho- Kipchoge has... Kipchoge has very young telomeres. But, w- you know, we always knew that exercise helps longevity, and this is the biological... Proof. One of the biological, biological proof, proof of that is that... Wait, people- did we know that? Did we know that? It, it, did we? I didn't really I, know I that. I don't know. But but the but part of the proof, Adam, is that if you exercise, you will have more less telomere decay. Okay, Isn't that interesting. How did they do that study? I wonder. Or you just take people that don't exercise, people that. How do? does a man put three thousand rats in twenty five cages? Right. Well, dedication the thing is that to people excellence. that exercise more are going to be more healthy, the, right? In general. Yes. They so are, they are one. No, but but this is directly looking at their biology. Give me the vape, please. Yeah. Of that weed. Hey, rip it really long. Watch, watch. Rip it long and slow. What does it do? Just like it, I like that vape a lot. Um, cells that have telomeres yeah. that do not shorten. We already talked about that. Um, jo- Joanna Mazel. Are, pro- are you are you getting are you like going? Is, are we getting fired up to go somewhere on this on this train of thought that you're doing? I'm just we're just wondering. talking about. I, I got. We just talking about recent. Just say that is the excitement building or is the excitement not building? Because I have something I need to do for you. Building tension. Are you building or no? I'm not building tension. 
It's just I've I it's a lot of really interesting stuff about modern research on aging. I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay, do it. Damn it! You should have saved that. Okay, it's it's gone. Keep going. No, but like <laughs> Joanna Mazel, a professor of ecology, and did you rip it long? Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, no, I ripped it. I ripped it. Rip it. I'm telling you, this vape. If you rip it long and slow, the cloud you get is ridiculous. The weed cloud you get is ridiculous. By oh. the way, if you guys want a vape for your vape pen, get the zigzag vape. Oh, so it's like the box thing, tight, like the box vape. Yeah, it's kind of so. For, Joanna Mazel, professor of ecology and evolutionary biology at the University of Arizona, published a study in 2017 claiming that stopping aging is impossible. She says that we can increase the lifespan, but totally stopping it is impossible, and it's because she's a math. She's also a mathematician. And the, the one, it wasn't enough for her just to be, just, it wasn't enough to be she this. She had to also, was, be, also a be a mathematician. Basically, the reason is is because of this balance of cancer cells and cells that just die, mm-hmm. right? Eventually, you're gonna ruin this balance, and it won't matter. So we can we can increase age, right? Mm-hmm. But we can never stop the aging process indefinitely. Okay, well, okay. I don't know if that means anything. Well, based based on the anything. on the on the telomeres. Can I get to right? aging in animals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand the paradox is because if you increase, if you leave the telomeres the same size if you, somehow, then they will replicate more, and they will replicate out of control, and so you'll get cancer. cancer. So it's like, which one do you want to get? The, yeah, so if the cells go down fast, your cells will die and mutate, and then you'll just die. Mm-hmm. So you see the issue here. Right. I feel like I've heard you say this before. Right. The thing is, it just took me a long time to understand to try and get that out of the biology talk that's in these research papers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, aging in animals. Okay. Did you know, Adam, cockatoos, you know the birds people buy? Mm-hmm. The parrots? Yeah, the green um, ones. In captivity, they routine, routinely live to be past 100 years old. That's so crazy. that means that they you- outlive their owners, That means right? that you would give get a, a pet cockatoo, and someone would have to fucking take care of your bird when you died. Yeah. Right, <laughs> in your will. He's like, don't, don't give me the bird, Brad. Please, no, God, it's no. like you can give get the house, but you have to house. get the bird. Yeah, you, you can get this. It's but like I give one brother what, the bird. Where, and one where's the, the will that you don't want? The cockatoo. The the unwill. Right. You know what I mean? Um, the oldest living land animal right now is a tortoise named Jonathan. He lives in the mm-hmm. Sicilian Islands. Yep. How old do you think he is? Uh, is he two hundred something? He, yeah, basically, he's one hundred and eighty-eight. Oh wow! He is an albadra giant tortoise. They have average tortoises. They have longevity fucking, on tortoises. He had, they have an average lifespan of eighty-five to one hundred and twenty years old. So why? What? It's amazing. It's amazing. These tortoises live forever. I don't know why. And I doesn't he still he still get he I don't get boners too. I don't think we really know why. Why tortoises live so long? Well, why some things live so long? Why there's fucking? Let's think about it. He walks around. He he has to carry his shell on his back, which must be the exercise. He eats grass all day. You know, okay. nuts oh, no, and berries. No, 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 not how. That's how, not why. Mm-hmm. Right. So 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 why? Because mm-hmm. um, it's crazy. In the animal kingdom, there's there's things that live for a day, and there's things that live for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So like, where is the advantage in there? Yeah. Right. So we don't really know. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, according to a study done at Yale Yale University. Giant tortoises live so long. This is the how. They live so long because they have variants to six specific genes that allow them to repair DNA and fight cancer better than us. They have some kind of variants. Mm -hmm. Also, there seems to be a connection of animals that have slow metabolism 
or just that are fucking slow as fuck and live very long. Oh, that's cool. Because this is I not like this. You'll, this as is you'll cool. see, this is not the only example of a slow ass creature that doesn't do much that lives very long. I love it. So slowness is actually yeah. Long- so there longevity. is a niche out there for animals that are slow, barely do anything, and live long time. Well, it looks sort of make, like if you barely do anything, you're not getting much tread on your tires. Well, like, and we talk about you talk about the free radicals, right? I right. talked about the free radicals when your cells do work. They give off something that's bad. Doing nothing is the new doing something. Right? Do less. What, what do we say at this podcast? So you always do less. Do less. Do less. Do less. Do less. Do so Please much do less. less. Pretty good. Do less. What is pretty the, good. You know, two words to describe your life? You know, the theme of do your life. Do not hustle. Never. Do less. Yes. Always. Always. Okay. You could be doing less now. You could be doing less. So I guarantee anyway, it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, the bowhead whale. Going to the bowhead whale. Mm-hmm. It's a big ass whale that it actually has the biggest mouth in the animal kingdom. Has a humongous mouth, bigger than a sperm whale, I guess. In 2007, a group of in- Inapuat. <laughs> One more time, Inapuat. Say it now in- with feeling. Inapuat. Mm-hmm. A group of Inapuat, which is a native tribe in Alaska, caught a bowhead whale, mm-hmm. and the bowhead whale that they caught. It's so old that it had six ancient harpoons stuck in its flesh. Oh my god! They dated ancient. the they dated the harpoons, and they were dated to the late eighteen hundreds. Unreal! It's so fucking crazy. They caught a whale in two thousand and seven. It had harpoons carrying around had, those poons. It had harpoons in it from the eighteen hundreds. Think about all yeah. the you know you think that you're carrying around baggage so, so, every day. So think the about wh- being a bowhead whale. The whale was poons. at least two hundred and eleven years old. Unbelievable! Do you think about that whale bowhead whales now that live in twenty twenty one? Math. If that whale and Jonathan could talk, the things that they would talk about, am I right? Dude, the whales. The whales are from like 1820. A whale's been alive since 1820. Yeah, pre Civil War, pre Gold Rush. Is that insane? Nuts. The whale has just been swimming in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, according to a study utilizing eye lens radiocarbon testing. So first of all, let me just talk about this. The, do you know what the Greenland shark is? Mm-mm. It, it's a it's a shark that lives in the Arctic and North Atlantic, super super cold waters. And they swim at depths averaging four thousand to seven thousand feet. Holy shit! So it lives in freezing ass water in the Super pitch deep. black. Super deep. Yeah, it was good. It, it's about eight to fourteen feet at maturity. It looks like a skinny. It looks like a very skinny shark. Okay. Um, it scavenges for food, eats a variety of fish and birds, but they they are the longest living creature on Earth. They live the average lifespan of a Greenland shark is two hundred and seventy two years old. <laughs> Wait, I thought Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan's the oldest land animal. Land animal, said, yeah. Land animal, but in the ocean, you can use even less energy. Yeah, less less friction, right? You literally can. You, this shark must just like barely move at in the pitch dark of freezing cold water. Greenland shark. Greenland shark. Does it look weird? It looks like a skinny, sh- like a skinny shark, skinny long shark, and it lives at incredible depth. It lives how does at, it withstand that much it li- pressure? It, it lives like, at incredible. How is, it, how is it that size and lives at that depth? Because as we know, it's very hard to be scavenged. I, I have no idea. I mean, we don't uh, know much about how that does it depth. Eat? How does it eat? What does it eat? Do we don't we don't we don't know much about that depth? Well, how does it get enough calories to function? No idea. No idea. Uh, would you get? I, I'm asking you as no, a scientist. No, but listen to me. Listen no, but to I'm me. asking you. As a scientist, what do you think it eats down there? Okay, so I remember from there's there's obviously Blue Planet Two when the sharks down they a whale otherwise carcass, known as the Deuce. Yeah, I was always known as the Deuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a whale carcass drops to the bottom bottom, oh, these, cool. these these sharks feed on it, and they said that those kind of sharks they feed once a year. They can feed Amazing. literally once a year. Amazing. So, so because the Greenland shark it uses such little energy, mm-hmm. it barely needs to feed. Oh, it's awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like it might feed once a year. 
for 272 years. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, the whale carcass going to the bottom feeds on the whale carcass. And then they're done. And then they're just done. They're fucking and done. They just chill on the bottom. Oh, they're done for a Honestly, year. Honestly, if you if you're gonna do my that, dog hasn't gotten the memo. Yeah. Oh, shut. If you're gonna do that kind of thing where you just eat a whale carcass and chill at the bottom for a year, your brain's gonna have to be small. You're gonna get bored as fuck. You know. Right. So yeah. actually, being able to be bored is a huge advantage. I mean, a small there. brain and being able to be bored is an advantage. Like when we had to go to synagogue. Right and be bored. It's right. now turned into an advantage to be yeah to be able to handle to be being able bored. to handle Fuck you know synagogue boring. public transportation. Literally kill myself during prayers. Yeah, kill it, myself. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was it was rough. Well, right. apparently now you can send the kids out to go play with each other. Back in the day, no. Back in the day, the we kids weren't allowed there. to go we play. Had to they had to we fucking had to sit, sit and listen to just the rabbi. No, 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 no. Remember, we'd read the packets and be like, "Holy shit, this packet's a hundred pages." I remember, I'd, I'd be like, "Come, fucking end, 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 anything but this, anything, anything but, this. but sitting next to smelly, smelly Jewish people." <laughs> we love Jewish people too. Now we just offended everyone. Yeah, yeah. Now we offended. It's great. It. And the Greenland shark. And the Greenland. So, um, there's a small transparent jellyfish known as the immortal jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even gonna say its scientific name, even though I have it written down. Uh, jellyfish is mortalis. I don't care. So it's the it's called the immortal jellyfish Turritopsis dorni. Mm. Um, I nice. did read. It. it can revert to a juvenile stage of life whenever it wants. So it, it so Very whenever cool. it, whenever it wants, it can just escape the process of aging. How? So, like, it's literally, like, you being like, I'm going to go back to being 13. So yeah. it's 13. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's immortal. It's 13 going on 30 there, with Jennifer there, Garner. There are creatures, even though we're not, there are creatures that are immortal in the animal kingdom. Okay, so, this is one wait, wait, what happens when it goes back to being young? Why does it want to go back to being old? Why would you want to go back to being old? Well, it gets old, Adam. Then it reverts back to being a juvenile. Then it gets old. Do you see the circle right there? So, does it die? No, it's immortal. What? What do you mean it's immortal? It doesn't die. It never dies? It never dies. There's a fucking jellyfish out there that never dies? Yes. Ocean always delivers it some It doesn't die. Shit. It never dies? It doesn't die. No. So it always gets to party, is what you're saying. Yes. You got it in. Right at the end. Back. Whoever made that sound effect has no idea that someone's actually using it. <laughs> that song's a hundred. That's an example of a hundred. No, that song is that song is timeless. Um, another immortal thing: a freshwater hydra. It looks like a very, very. Sm- it looks like a very small jellyfish. It's a microscopic jellyfish. It looks like a tree, kind of. It looks oh. like a small jellyfish tree. Um, they are almost totally made up of stem cells, and so oh, they cool. do they do not appear to age either. They're made up of stem cells. So they're yeah. So oh, wow. they don't appear to age at all. So they just because they have brand new cells all the time, that they turn into tissue. Yes. So they have a lot of they have a bank they have like a bank I'm of not cells sure. to to then use for tissue. Yeah. At some point, uh, so, sizzle guy. Right. Sizzle right, guy. Right. Sizzle right. guy. Right. Sizzle guy. Details. No. No. Sizzle, details. Yes. No. Sizzle there. Okay. Okay. Oh, come on. Oh, damn it. Yeah, I didn't get to. I didn't get to play it. Whatever. Wait. What? Nah, nothing. The okay. pirates. Um, we're going to do one more break, and after that, it'll be time for Open Kimono.
All right, Noah, this is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination. And there goes mom. There goes mom. Cause we're in the She's room. headed out the door. Hi, hi mom. mom. Say hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> mom, who's your favorite podcast? Mom, what's the best podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there he is. Our mom likes it. No, she likes, uh, what's her name? Brene Brown's her favorite. We're second. <laughs> yeah, favorite. we're second. All right. Oh, what's your kimono? Hey, so um, I just want to sum it up, at least, at least for me. Telomeres, the telomeres directly they're directly tied to aging. What a telomere is when a cell when a cell divides mm-hmm. and copies the DNA, the end of that DNA strand, I guess, is really hard to copy and it copies it wrong. Luckily the cells have telomeres in them which fix the DNA chain. Mm-hmm. As you get older, the, the telomere length shortens. And that is directly tied to aging. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've made nematodes live five times longer. Yeah, and fucking there's two. The, uh, yes, there's a yeah. small jellyfish that's immortal. Fresh yes. water. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? You're asking me. <laughs> I'm just thinking, as as I've just seen behind you, with the scene going behind you. Right. As you age, you are more dis- predisposed to hate organisms on your couch that are hairy. If we are we are watching our so mom. I'm seeing an old an old a so uh, our mom is an older organism. Our mom's in the room right now. Be upset by a hairy okay, animal so on the couch. Basically what we're saying is that telomere length is directly tied to not liking, not liking dogs on your couch. Dogs on your couch. And that's that's <laughs> the open kimono that I have. That's fantastic. That's good. Uh I was going to say Mom, we love you. Yeah. Everyone should be more like the Green- Greenland shark. Do a little less, you might live a little longer. Don't hustle. Absolutely. Okay. Shout out to Sarah and her boyfriends. May they <laughs> may they be like the Greenland shark. You know, doing less, doing less, but living longer, doing more by doing less. That's right. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at dude underscore nature. If you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, we would really love a review from you. It helps the podcast. We love seeing it, and it it enables us to keep doing this show on iTunes. Please, a five star kind. We'd really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for